Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Right, it's Matt Mosley. Thanks to all our fine sponsors as uh, we get ready, get you ready for Christmas. Oh, we've had some Christmas carols today. Let's uh, let's now have on Baylor's Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, joining us. Lots of fun stuff going on at Baylor. Mac, uh, great to have you on. Let me ask you this. What is your favorite, uh, very hard-hitting question right off the top, your favorite Christmas carol? Do the uh, Does the Rhodes family have one they particularly like to get around the piano and, uh, and belt out around the, uh, around the holiday season? Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball on this one, and I don't even know the name of it, but the the Christmas song done by the Eagles. So that that's where I'm headed, man. I I love that song. Man, you love the Eagles, don't you? And I've got to uh, okay, we we'll play that later. Uh, we'll look that up and play that. I was just reading up on the Eagles and how like Jackson Brown was real influential with them, although he was never in the band. And uh, I've been watching all that stuff on the Beatles. Mac, if you ever have like 10 hours to kill, <laughs> which you probably don't, <laughs> it's on Disney Plus, and it's the most amazing documentary, and you just get to watch. In fact, if you ever have trouble sleeping in the middle of the night, it'd be a great thing, cause, but it's just awesome, because you get to watch uh, John and Ringo and Paul and, and John, I mean, the, the whole uh, George. It was just incredible. All right, Mac, uh, enough. But speaking of music, we'll have a new venue for all sorts of uh, – it'll be a music venue, concert venue type thing, as well as the Foster Pavilion. Uh, congratulations on getting that done. I know I've asked you over and over, okay, when is the timetable? And you would say, I think we'll know by the end of December. And here we are, and you were, act- you were very accurate. Um, congratulations on it. Uh, why do you think, Mac, when it, when you looked at all the different options, why would you say this downtown project teaming up with the city of Waco, why did you, why do you think you ended up here? Yeah, you know, there's, there's certainly several reasons. And, you know, I think one, the, the just location. And when you think the, the value of the real estate and branding for, for Baylor University right on, on I-35. And, you know, you think about all of the, the traffic that goes by on a daily basis. And, you know, particularly you're, you're headed south right to, to Austin. You come over that hill and you see McLean Stadium on the left and you go, wow. And, and now, you know, I think we, we add another element when uh, or with the uh, uh, Foster, Foster Pavilion. And, and again, you're, you're going to be, be able to see it uh, on I-35 headed headed north so that's that's you know certainly a a, a piece of it um and you know I, I think an opportunity to uh you know to, to partner with the with the city of of waco and you know certainly grateful to to the mayor and, and uh, uh bradley ford and and uh, and city council but um you know, I think it's I think it's good for Waco, and I think it's you know certainly good for for Baylor Baylor University and kind of this meshing of of uh, of Baylor and, and downtown, kind of an extension of, of campus, and you know the vibrancy um, that that this this will add, and you know when we're recruiting student athletes or when we we're recruiting students, that that's really important, and um, 
talking about Waco and, you know, what, what is there to do? And, and uh, again, going back to that, to that word, to that word um, vibrancy, I think the setting, you know, right there on the river with the inlet, um, I think it's going to be spectacular, uh, particularly with, with the backside of, of the pavilion, our, our development center. And so you think about recruiting and, uh, and again, uh, that, that building on that setting, they're downtown with restaurants and, and, uh, and housing and retail. And so we, we think it's going to be, be, uh, really, really attractive for, for our, uh, for our student athletes and, and student, student population. So those are, those are the, some of the reasons and, uh, you know, we, we look forward to getting started on it. Okay. So you're targeting what for your first, uh, basketball season like the first game if you had to uh try to pinpoint it what are we what are we talking about here 2024 yeah so we're we're hoping that um and and we're targeting to to play what what i would would say the the big 12 uh portion of the season in uh in 24 so you know january 1 uh 2024 to be able to play again the big 12 season and and then i think you'll you'll see the development center probably follow um you know completion you know three to four to five months uh thereafter so you know that's that's the plan you know we we really don't want to miss that entire you know what we call 23 24 season and and have to wait until november of 24 to 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 finally play in there. So, um, you know, I think we're, we're in lockstep and, and, um, and everybody's ready to go so that we can make that, that January one, 2024, uh, date. What do you, what do you see that development being? Will that be mixed use? Could there be some folks living down there? Uh, restaurants, uh, coffee shops, what are we, when you, uh, cause I mean, obviously you've seen these, sometimes you get excited and, and it takes a little longer than you would want for the developers to come in there and get some of that going uh, for, for new venues. If this comes out the way you want it to, what do you kind of see that area looking like? And I know the city of Waco will also have a big hand in that as well. Yeah, I, I think, you know, initially phase one, phase two here in the next, in the next, you know, um, two to four years, I think you're going to see riverfront restaurants. You're going to have farmer's market. Um, you're going to have, you know, the, the, the retail mixed use housing, um, is already under, under construction. So I, I think you're going to have a lot of activity, um, in, in that area, um, and, and along the, the, the riverfront. And, uh, you know, the connection of the riverfront all the way up and the redevelopment of it, you know, all the way up to, to the Baylor Law School um, is going to provide a, a great walkway and, and, uh, and a, you know, pathway to, to get back and forth. And, you know, um, University Park and the plan that they're going to, you know, do that and uh, where there'll be bike lanes and pedestrian lanes. And so I just think that area is going is, is gonna to turn into something you know, really, really cool. And I, and I don't think it's a, you know, I don't think it's a, you know, necessarily a, a, a 10 year project. I think it's much, much sooner than that. And, um, and again, I, I, I like, and I think we like, I can certainly speak on behalf of Baylor um, that, you know, this, this just isn't, you know, good for Baylor, but it's good for, for our community. And, uh, and again, the city of Waco. 
All right, uh, Mac Rose joining us, Matt Mosley show. Mac, the uh, size of the arena, y'all, y'all wanted to get this smaller, and uh, and some places have retrofitted arenas. Y'all decided to go the uh, the new arena route. Five hundred standing room only. Seven thousand people will be in it. What guided that decision? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, some of these other places that have gone a little smaller, it does create maybe even more of a home court advantage. Um, what what all kind of went into that? Because you know, as great as your men's program is right now, uh, you've got uh, you got a ton of people who want to get in to see those games. Is this is this about making it just a a, a, a just a better experience and a in a in a bigger home court advantage? What would you how would you comment on the the size uh, where you arrived there? Yeah, it's a it's a great question. Um, you know, the, the 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 number one driver was certainly home court advantage and and giving both programs, you know, um, the 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 best advantage that we can provide, um, making it you know a, a really really difficult place when when visiting teams come in. And you know, you and I may have talked about this earlier, but you know, you look at a, a survey that was done several years ago, and when I say several years ago, it's, it's certainly within I believe the last three or four years. But you know, the Big Twelve men's basketball coaches ranking the toughest places to play in in the Big Twelve, and you know, out of ten, Farrell Center was ranked ninth. And, um, and, and look, when we fill the Farrell center, that is a really, really tough place to, to play, but we, we don't do that with, with consistency. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, basketball is, is different than, than football, just the number of home games, you know, right around 18, um, many of them during the, the weekday. And, and, uh, you know, you have season ticket holders that, that come from Dallas and Houston and Austin and, you know, uh, within that, that radius. And so sometimes it's hard to come on, on weeknights, et cetera. So trying to, prov- to, to, you know, create this consistency of just sold out games and just loud and fan base on, on top of you and, and making it really, really difficult every single home game, you know, all, all 18 and, and creating this, this phenomena of, Hey, this is the place to be. And uh, you can't wait until Saturday to, you know, game day to, to buy your tickets. You got to plan and, and think about it uh, well, well in advance. And so we, we did a lot of market analysis and, and study. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say every arena, but, but uh, a lot of the arenas and stadiums are, are not getting larger. They're getting smaller. Baseball certainly went that, that route. And um, we think it's, you know the 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 right size for us, just like just like we think McLean Stadium is uh, is the right size for us. And so, you know, it's uh, it's about about winning games and and uh, and and not you know the, the the capacity of of your of your stadium. And uh, you know, as you mentioned, seven thousand six seats and five hundred additional standing room room only, right on on top of the court and we think it's going to be electric electric environment will you ask the media just to kind of save on seats to be in that standing room area yeah we have a we have a special section um we'll put a nameplate on the floor matt mosley and you'll be able to stand right there so it'll be good i don't i really don't mind i just get me in there anywhere i'd be pretty uh i'd be i'd be fine with that talking to mac rhodes director of athletics for baylor and uh 
Uh, you saw what happened to A&M. They had to pull out of their uh, bowl game against Gator Bowl. Rutgers is going to play them. Uh, can you tell us um, how is, is – and I know it's tough when the players get to go home for the break. You always cross your fingers that everybody's, you know, doing the right things and will come back. How do you feel about the COVID situation, seeing how the NFL – NBA, it's it's getting a little bit out of control again. Uh, do you feel kind of cautiously optimistic about uh, how you guys have handled this in the football program? Yeah, it's it's beginning to feel a lot like last year, and um, mm. you know, a little bit un, unsettling uh, because again, as as you know, it's just it's unpredictable, and so you know, all you can do is control the things that that you can control, and so. You know, we've been taking precautionary measures and um, and have talked about protecting the team. And, and uh, you know, our student-athletes have, have done a, a great job doing that. Um, you know, going home for Christmas, you know, there's, there's certainly some risk there. But um, we just didn't believe that, um, you know, you can, you can keep your, your, your young people, your, your student-athletes from, from going home and, and being with, with family. And, um, that that's really an important part of uh, for for them and 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 just this 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 season and uh, so you know um, they're they're gonna do that and uh, we're gonna we're gonna pray that um, you know again they they uh, take precautionary measures while while away for the for the couple days and you know we're trying to figure out right now uh, Matt candidly when when do we when do we arrive in New Orleans? And, um, you know, I think we, we know when we'd like to, to, to land in New Orleans, but, um, but whether or not we can do that, you know, the, the charter flights, um, really, really difficult to make any change in adjustment. You know, originally we were, we were flying out, headed, headed to New Orleans on the, on the 27th. If we can delay that for a, for a couple days, you know, we're going to, we're going to do that if we, if we can, but right now, um, not sure that we can. And so hopefully we'll have some clarity there in the next, uh, in the next 24 hours. Wow. I mean, there's just stuff that people, you know, you just don't ever think you're going to have to be dealing with. You're excited to get into town, but like you say, you want to be able to play the game. And so all that um, all that kind of comes in. Well, that's really interesting to clarify that that maybe you're trying to get in the 29th if you can get folks to uh, to work with you. Um, by the way, are you getting to uh, take a peek? Did you have you had a, t- uh, a peek at any of these uh, uh, bowl practices? I know you like to get over there every once in a while. Uh, or how are things uh, how are things looking over there? The preparations. Yeah, no, I've I've been able to um, you know this week get to you know a couple practices for you know probably 30 minutes each each time but uh practices are spirited our our uh, our coaches are locked in our, our student athletes are are locked in and and um you know i i think you know that's that's such the great reward um for going to a bowl game is uh is the extra practices and uh and it you know certainly you're you're you know, your, your starters, right. You know, get to, get to have some reps, but, but I think it's just invaluable with your two deep and your three deep and some of the reps that uh, they're able to get, you know, and and so they're, they're getting better and growing. And so, you know, that's, 
that's the best thing about about going to the bowl game is is the uh, is the extra practice and um, it's it's looked good, you know. Um, it's it's uh, it's been fun to see them and and they've been there's been a lot of energy and they've been uh, been really spirited. All right, so we haven't had any access to Dave Aranda. Did you get a peek at the quarterbacks? Can you report? <laughs> can you report <laughs> how they look? I don't know, Mac. You're the only one I know that's seen practice. I, I have to at least ask you. Yeah, no, our our quarterbacks our quarterbacks look look good, and and uh, you know they're uh, they're uh, look. We've got a we've got a talented group, and uh, and uh, we just need to need to make sure that that they uh that they you know evade you know covid and and uh we'll we'll be we'll be in good shape yeah well it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun matchup and uh it's gonna be great to get to new orleans i know a lot of the baylor family coming in you expect mac for all those activities kind of like the uh the parade the pep rally you as of now i know this thing always seems like it's changing by the minute does all that, all those activities that everybody's excited about, do you you think we're going full bore with with those things as of as of today? Yeah, you know, I I think it's I think it's Matt. It's a great question. I think it's it's pending. You know, um, there was one event. I don't know that it's it's become public, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know name the event. But there there was an event that. Uh, you know, included both teams and, and, and also some of the public. And we found out, you know, uh, just probably 30 minutes ago that that was canceled. Um, and so I, I think it's going to be just day by day and, and see how this, how this transpires, you know, right now, um, depending upon when, when we, you know, when we get there, whether that's the, the 27th or another date before the, before the 30th. You know the the team events are still are still planned and and uh, look the the Sugar Bowl has been um, they're they're unbelievable and uh, you know they're they're working hard to take every precautionary measure. Um, grateful to to to, to Jeff and, and just yeah, that that entire staff and, and their volunteers their board. Um, you know they they really want. Our, our student athletes and our coaches and our fans to have a great experience and um, again they're they're doing everything they can to to take a, as as many precautionary measures as as possible. All right, well, congratulations by the way. That recruiting class looked like uh, looked like they closed the door. Uh, I mean, obviously, you could bring a few more in, but uh, that really looked good. And uh, was excited. The Winfield kid that uh, that you guys got signed out of Louisville looks like an unbelievable player. And uh, so that'll be great. Last thing I was going to say to you, I, I got to visit with Michelle Leonard the other day and uh, had a great visit with Michelle. And I, I just, you know, DB, it's funny how the Baptists kind of stick together. And you just look right down the road to DBU <laughs> and, uh, and you found a, uh, I mean, this is a, uh, a champion. I, I can't say that I had known. I knew they had a great baseball program. But then I started looking back at Michelle Leonard's time there, and she had turned that thing into a juggernaut. So congratulations on that hire. I, I just I, I feel like you might have you might have hit a home run on that one. Well, we we obviously love her, and and uh, you know we think her and, and Lenny and, and Keaton and Wyatt are, are great additions to to our family, and um, you know she's you know one you know consistently um, at a at an unbelievable rate 
And, uh, you know, that, that was a, a search where we had uh, a unbelievably talented pool of, of candidates. And so um, made it really difficult, but, but that, you know, says a lot for, for Michelle and um, you know, she's the one that, that we selected and, you know, we're excited for her to, to take over the reins. And, and again, you know, she takes over a program that's in, in really great shape. Thanks to, to Paul and, 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 and that staff. So looking forward to, to some exciting days ahead for the women's soccer program. Well, listen, we appreciate it. Basketball is doing great. Number one in the country. I look today, the only downside, of course, these freshmen are so good. I looked at a mock draft. Kendall's already 16th and uh, Jeremy is, uh, is like 40th. He's a second round projection. So <laughs> they're really, uh, I mean, this is kind of an unbelievable thing. You've been able to build on it, the national title. You never know what it's going to be like that next year. So far, so good. So that, that, that's been a lot of fun. Mac, we, uh, we appreciate it. Wish you a Merry Christmas and we'll go find that, uh, Eagle song now. All right. Please, please do. It's, it's, it is the best Christmas song. Merry Christmas to you, Matt. And Merry Christmas to all the Baylor family. Thank you for having me on. You bet. There he goes. Uh, Mac Rhodes, Director of Athletics at Baylor University. A lot going on with the new pavilion. Uh, Sugar Bowl coming up. COVID uh, doing its thing. And the men's basketball program, number one in the country, and uh, continues to uh, be a juggernaut. And then hired a, uh, a really, really seems like a, uh, a cracker Cracker Jack uh, soccer coach. I don't know if he really likes to be called that. But anyway, 